You're listening to the Hero Up Podcast with Jim Simcoe. Thanks for being here today. Let's get rolling with the show. Okay, we are officially recording. What's up, Blake? <laughs> What's happening? We have our song playing right now, Genuine. I like I like that this is now our song. <laughs> Seems a little weird. I'm sure my wife's going to think that's super weird. Pretty hot and heavy. Anyway, I turned that off. Um, so today we are talking, we got a special, a very special guest today, Blake Bender, dance enthusiast, fitness genius. How so else what would you describe what yourself? I'm, that's pretty much what I'm most known for. The dancing? The dancing. I would think the dancing is... is, is a key. But I only danced to one song, one song only, and it's, <laughs> it's Pony by Genuine. Obviously. Um, so today we're talking about how to make every fucking day awesome. How to make every day so freaking awesome and so unbelievable. I think you're a good example of this because you seem to be in a good mood almost every day that I see you. Maybe you're home crying on the times you're not here, but, but um, I think it's important now because people are back to school. People are very busy. There's all kinds of stuff on social media, all stuff in the political news, the world environment that it's kind of difficult sometimes to make things awesome. So in your mind, what is an awesome day for you? Oh, I, I feel as though that can be a little bit of a loaded question. And, and I appreciate yes. I appreciate that, you know, uh, I give off the impression that uh, everything in my life is rainbows and butterflies, though the reality is I undoubtedly have uh, struggles that every, every other person also has to deal with on some level. And, you know, I, I do think I'm pretty fortunate to generally have a pretty happy go lucky disposition, which I don't know to what extent that's just something hereditary or that's just part of the worldview that I've adopted at this point in time. But, um, you know, I, I do think it's important that I try to have some semblance of structure in my life and it, as well right. as have some sort of, uh, you know, flow. I tend to be a little bit more of a scattered person as well. So kind of just constantly operating between those two mediums at all times is where I'm at. The funny thing is when I showed up today, you were scarfing down meatballs and rice so fast. You're like, I'll be ready in a minute. I'll be ready in a minute. It's, <laughs> all, it's all about balance. <laughs> it's all about balance. Um, okay, cool. I, I think also, too, one of the cool things about this topic just in general is just like, you usually don't know. Most people don't even think about this. Like, how do you make your day just so awesome? How do you make it so that at the end of the day, you, you know, you go to bed and you're like, wow, this was like just a, a freaking fantastic day. How do you do that? What do you think? Um, what's the first thing you do every day? Oh, so uh, I, just so the, the audience kind of understands who I am and what I usually will have on, on my plate day to day. I'm 29 years old. I don't have any kids. I own a small fitness based uh, business in which some are, some of my responsibilities uh, include coaching both personal training sessions as well as group classes from time to time. Right. Um, and so I'm in, in just kind of the position in which I have to be flexible on my morning routine. Um, I know that there's a lot of... Uh, you know, people out there that really advocate strongly for having a set morning routine and that's super important. And, and, um, I think it, at times in the past, I would have even put pressure on myself to try to get up like extra early in order to, to have some sort of checklist. But, you know, quite frankly, because of my lifestyle and, and some days I'm up at four 30 in the morning to go, Are you to really a, up at four 30 in the morning to go to a 6am group class, then, you know, it's just not, it's not a realistic for me to, um, have a set morning routine every single day. I mean, I, I certainly make it a point to, uh, 
get a solid breakfast in me and drink drinking coffee is non-negotiable. I think the kind of the anchor point for my day in most cases is just driving driving into work, which takes me about 25 minutes to commute or so. Right. Um, and then I, I really just kind of use that time to warm to the day. It gives me an opportunity to kind of get my mind right. Um, when you, when you, what do you mean by that? Like, so what do you, are you, do you have music on while you're going or like, so, cause I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Yeah. I'm so fascinated by how people start the day. Cause I think it's such a, it's such a momentum for the rest of your day. And some people who start up super scattered or late, it just kind of plays out in the rest of the, in the rest of their day. So what do you mean? Like get totally. your mind right. Um, yeah, I, I, my personal routine is I'll usually listen to a podcast. Uh, really, I try to gravitate towards something that I'm like excited to, to listen towards. I think for a really long time, I put pressure on myself to listen to something that was like educational or, you know, something that I, I deemed is like adding value to my like knowledge base, if you will, on, on some subject, whether it was related to my business or, or, you know, lifestyle oriented, something or other. Um, but I've kind of changed my mind a little bit on, on what, I like for myself nowadays in which I really try to gravitate towards something. I'm just like excited of, about like what did you listen to today? Uh, what did I listen to today? I've li- been listening to an audio book uh, lately. This one has been on the subject of uh, vaccines in uh, the, the basic position in, in children and some doctors who are advocating against the folks who are uh, opposed to vac- vaccinations. I don't have a super strong uh, opinion on the, on the subject at this point, um, as I'm just starting off in the book, but I, I recognize this is a topic that's, uh, you know, commonly being addressed in our communities yeah. currently. And so, uh, it was just something I was interested in. And so my wife and I were kind of, uh, reading that together and other days I listen to podcasts that are, I just enjoy that are probably more fitness oriented since yeah. that's my, what my business is. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. enjoy that. Um, but I try to make it something that I'm like eager to, to, to listen to and excited to like be engaged in. Um, as when I've listened to like drier material at five 30 in the morning and when I'm driving and stuff, it's There's just no like, way, right? it's hard to get my, my, uh, brain stimulated. In that right, sense. right. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. Can, may I, may I ask if, uh, yes. what, what yours looks like? If, if I get to be a co-host for the day, then you're the like- co-host. Yeah. So this is the, and this, we should talk about this. I'm, uh, we we're going to do a series with Blake on a bunch of different topics. Um, I asked him to come on. So he's going to be our co-host for a little bit. Um, what do I listen to? So when I get in my car before I get to work, if I don't have to, any phone calls to make, I always listen, I listen to music. So I don't ever, I usually don't ever start my day with podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like I do that later in the day. I need to listen to like, actual tunes like whether it's uh 80s music or the chili peppers just something to kind of get me going because i'm not a coffee guy so i don't you, drink you listen coffee. to like 80s like uh hair metal get you super psyched no, up and all that stuff not like that although that's surprising that i don't now that i think about it yeah. um although i've had the song uh you give love a bad name by okay. bon jovi oh. or excuse me uh, bad medicine by Bon Jovi in my head for the last three days, and I have no idea why. Yeah, so yeah. if you could figure that out, that would be fantastic. Okay, but I'll I don't know. That. Um, no, I listen to like, I listen to a ton of Chili Peppers. I listen to a ton of like Steve Ray Vaughan, but then a lot of really random 80s music, or I'll just get on kicks. Like, I'll listen to like, uh, there's certain there's certain bands that I don't listen to anymore in the morning, like The Doors or Alice in Chains or Stone Temple Pilots, because they're so depressing and so like downbeat that like you get to the office and you're like, you know, I'm ready to like start crying and you know because I just so you need horrible. you need something that is kind of like excitement oriented. I need uplifting. Stuff. Yeah. I need uplifting. Exactly. I need loud. I need something that's not going to be like yeah. you know draining. And so then that's my time in the morning where I do, go do that. I'm I'm usually the first one in the office. So I get the office set up. The fir- almost everywhere I go, the first thing I do is turn on music. I need to have music in my life. Mm-hmm. I think for my, you know, as it 
and this is a question down the road, but um, one of the things for me in having an awesome day is really having music around me all the time. Some people love that. Some people don't. It's one of the reasons I love coming to Stratum is like, there's just always music on here. You know, even if I don't like some of the music, there's just, there's just always tunes. And it, I'm always, I'm almost taken aback if I'm in environments, in, in environments where there's no music because mm-hmm. it just seems like too quiet. I need that background noise. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I am. Um, what do you, here's a, here's a kind of a, a different question. You see a ton of people in your work mm-hmm. come through here. You see a ton of people when you're out just kind of in the world. In your opinion, what do people do unintentionally to really fuck up their day? Like, what are people doing wrong during, like when you, when you drive, when you see someone and you're like, oh God, yeah, this is why their day is so messed up. What is it? Don't use names and don't use me as an example. So my friend, Jim, <laughs> spelled G-U-I-M. So you don't confuse it. Totally different Jim. guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, uh, it's a, it's a good question. And I don't know that I feel super comfortable trying to position myself as if I, you know, have some world of wisdom that, that sure. others do, do not. Um, I, you know, when I'm typically seeing the people that are members in my gym, I see them for an hour, an hour and a half or whatnot. Um, I, I do think that, uh, people just need to be present in whatever they're doing. And when, when they're in the gym, I think it's important that, uh, they're presently engaged in whatever activity it it is. And, and I do recognize that for the clientele that we serve, a good portion of that is a social environment. People want to be engaged and yeah. uh, interacting with others. And that's really important for a lot of the just adult people that we serve who don't have, you know, a community like that, if it necessarily in their workplace or always at home and elsewhere. Um, but at the same time, I think also think it's really important that people are able to regulate that when it's time to focus and be really present in what they're doing. They're not so engaged with, you know, socially with others and whatnot that they're uh, disconnected. Or you can kind of just see when, when individuals are going through the motions as opposed to like really being present. Is that really obvious? It, it, because like, I saw it the other day with, so- I won't say who, I saw it with someone else the other day and I was like, wow, man, that person just seems to be just like, they're just here and they're not yeah. really doing. I mean, how do I don't have judgment on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was just noticeable to me? I was like, oh god. How how would I really know? Um, I mean, there's there. I I can't tell exactly what's going on in somebody's head at any particular moment in time. You don't have that magical. You know, like I I do think that there's some value to be had in just like watching body language and and having conversations with people before and after. And and sometimes I'll give somebody feedback and you can see to the extent to which they're able to uh, incorporate said feedback like effectively. Um, You know, I I don't have access to knowing what the person's individual thoughts are, but it it can definitely be my impression that if somebody's... um, you know, just doesn't look to be entirely engaged in the process or if their uh, postures or positions or technique of what that, whatever they're doing really deteriorates as time goes on, you know, right. and it's not because they're super tired or something like that. Uh, you, you can usually just get that insight or other, other little things such as like if somebody's on their phone in between uh, exercises and, yeah. and X, Y, and Z, like I think those things do matter. I, you know, it's funny you say that. So I've been coming here, I don't know, almost, almost three or four years and um I've noticed myself a couple of times recently because I had a couple of things going on at work mm-hmm. where I had to check my phone during the workout. And I w- and afterwards, I was like, what am I doing? This is the one hour of the day where I'm not responsible to anybody. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't have to check my email. I don't, you know, the only, the only person I'm really responsible to during that time is myself and then my wife, if she were to happen to call my kids. Sure. And I caught myself and I was like, what am I doing? Like, not only am I not being present in the workout, but I'm now acting in sort of a self-defeating manner because I'm, I'm 
doing the one thing I'm trying to avoid. So I'm now, you know, diving right back into the work stress when I'm here for an hour to not dive into the work stress. So totally. And I see people do that. You know, I see people do that sometimes. And I just, for me anyway, I saw that like, wow, yeah. this is not, this is not like the right way to be for me. Anyway. For, for sure. Um, and, and I'm but, guilty. I'm guilty of that as much as anyone else. Like I, I was like you were playing Tetris. I, I try to stay away from my phone when I'm actually exercising and whatnot. And again, that's, that's my domain. I recognize that for somebody else, they may have other interests and passions. And, and it's of course easier for me to get distracted when I'm trying to take care of administrative uh, responsibilities and things like that. Right. Um, but just trying to develop small strategies, I think is really effective for, um, anyone to, to just stay engaged and, and be mo- the, you know, Matt is as productive as they can during that period of time. Um, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's exercising or working or just being p- present and having a conversation with someone. Right on. Tell me, tell me, describe your perfect day. I'll go next. You go first. Well, usually it'll You're start younger, off. So I'm going to make you go. It'll start off with a podcast with Jim. Obviously, great. Uh, so we're checking that well, box. Today, we're, we're today off, is working great. We're off to a good start. Um, you know, uh, like what would it be a perfect? At the end of the day, you're like, man, you know what? Today was freaking awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to pick apart your questions, but I, I also feel as though. I tend to block things more in terms of like a like a week in my head because okay. you may you may accomplish you know two or four things and if you were to repeat that exact day every day of your life that probably wouldn't be the the perfect uh, formula for you but I think some combination of being productive being creative connecting with you know people who are important to you and relationships and friend friendships and things like that um, I like food and so eating good food is going to be a big part of that. Um, spending time with my spouse, I'm married two years now. So that's going to be important that I continue to kind of cultivate, miracle, right? cultivate that. Yeah. It's a miracle that somebody She's still around. Yeah. I locked years. it down. Unbelievable. Um, and, uh, I think just trying to learn about something that I'm excited about at that particular time. And, and, uh, you can kind of gra- you can kind of figure out that whatever that is for you. And maybe, maybe you're trying to, uh, do something like truly literally creative and, uh, you know, create music or play an instrument or something like that. Again, my domain is with exercise and fitness. And so yeah. if there's some, some element that I'm really interested in that period of time, then listening to a podcast or spending time, uh, just, uh, you know, getting more information on those types of things is, is always time well spent in my book. Um, and then trying not to let just the, the daily tasks be too much of a distraction from the other components of my life. I think that most everyone uh, has to make sure that they're, you know, crossing their T's and dotting their I's on a day-to-day basis. But uh, I'm I'm guilty of in the past letting those types of things take too much of, of me and my my time and energy and, and uh, Which I think cognitive juices. But, you know, we, <clears throat> we manage that to the best of our ability. And if that's a couple days a week for, you know, a longer period of time, that works well for me as opposed to... Uh, the inverse of that, which would be, you know, spending an hour every single day or something like that. I prefer to chunk those things. Got it. So you'd rather work in a, like you're more streaky than anything else. Yeah, I think so. That's do, you operate, do you operate the same way? Yeah. So what's interesting, so like when I, uh, when I wrote the book, like I found that all the advice that you read about writing a book, right? Like, so I read all that because I was like, all right, I want to write a book. How difficult can this yeah. be? Let me tell you something. It's freaking pretty challenging. Yeah. But all the advice was like, write for an hour every single day right at the same time, do it every single day. And I tried and I failed miserably at it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I had to chunk it and I had to kind of work within my streaks. Yeah. So what I mean is like, you know, so like if I was on a streak writing, I would just keep going. I wouldn't eat. Like I would, you know, and if it was midnight, 
I wouldn't worry about the fact that I was getting up in six yeah. hours. I would just keep going and going and going and really try to embrace that streak. And if, I feel that same way in other aspects of my life where if like, if I'm right in the flow of something and it's going really well, I want to keep going with it until I lose it yeah. because it's so easy to lose, right? You get a phone call, you get an email, you get another appointment, something happens. So I feel like it's so difficult to get into those moments that when you're in them, you really have to respect them, really embrace them and just kind of keep going. Yeah. I like, I like that. It sounds like you tried to take from the quote unquote experts and, uh, learn from them what strategies have been successful. But then, you know, when you identify something that works better for you in the way that, uh, you best operate, then, then we're able to kind of move away from that and, and just find a different strategy. And I think that, uh, a lot of kind of the self-help culture can be great because it helps people identify strategies that could be make them more successful in whatever right. they want to do. Um, but there can be a lot of dogma in this idea that there's like a certain way to do Are something. Are really using words like dogma in this and, podcast? Uh, I'm going to have to uh, jack up my vocabulary. Oh, now, man. Right? You, that, dogma is about the biggest word I, I know, <laughs> which is only two syllables. Syllables. That's a syllables, big one. That's a big one. Yes. So syllables <laughs> is my new, my new biggest word. Uh, um, so, you know, I, I just think it's important to, to recognize that different people operate, you know, optimally in really different manners. And what does it really mean to, to operate optimally anyhow? Like there's nothing, right. there's nothing that's perfect. I'm sure that there's times when you're in a really great flow and something still came up and, and it, you know, took you away from, from getting into a really good rhythm and, and cranking through, uh, big chunks, of you know, a lot of words. Right. And, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> right on. Um, question about purpose and fulfillment. So I really believe strongly that having purpose and fulfillment in your life daily is so important. What does that mean to you? You know, I I kind of think that one. Oh man, that's so right deep. now it's unbelievable. Uh, this is this is a super deep one, and and I think that that's kind of one of those uh, questions that humanity has been trying to answer for thousands of years, and and uh, like all of your other questions, well, let's solve it today. Yeah, I, well, yeah, it's so it's, it's so enough. it's so I mean, obvious. It's been a years, I mean, yeah. geez. You know, I, I think one of the, for, for my life and, and worldview, I recognize that uh, a lot of what this short little journey called life is all about is just, you know, having a lot of experiences and, and hopefully having a lot of experiences with people that you care about and, and get to journey with. And, and I think it's a great thing for people to try to strive to, you know, accomplish great things, whether that's in your business or in uh, a sport that you're interested in or trying to express yourself through art. Um, but I think that uh, for many, for many, it's I'm like just, actually giggling a little bit on the inside because when you said express yourself through art, I think of how little artistic ability I have. And I just picture myself painting with like finger paints for a second. But go ahead. You, you're painting, but you're painting with words. You paint with, uh, <laughs> yeah, with beautiful, beautiful <laughs> words. I paint with dance. So <laughs> but one day, one dance and it's uh, genuine, genuine pony. We'll, we'll have to post a video of yeah. that. So uh, if you don't know it, then, then you will soon enough. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that, that everyone's entitled to kind of get to enjoy the navigating what, what it is that gets them excited and, and, uh, gets them excited to pour themselves into, but, um, very little of it is, uh, do I expect to be worth worthwhile if it, um, isn't, you know, really integrated into building relationships and enjoying your time spent with others. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. I'll answer it first. So you can think about okay. your answers while yeah. I'm talking. Five things to make every day 
freaking awesome. Does it have to be five? Could it be? It does. Okay. Oh, shit. It has to be five. Can we, can we swear? You know why? Because it's, I actually already wrote it down. I could cross it out to make it three. Well, no, but you're, have you have five. a pen. You don't, you, that would be permanent. So that would be permanent. Okay. Yeah. So let's say three to five. Okay. Three to five. I'll go first. You got it. Go so ahead. you could be thinking, cause I don't want to put you on the spot. I mean, uh, I do, but I'm I, still going to drop the ball. Okay. So for me to make a really awesome day, you know, freaking awesome. I need five things. Music talked about that before. I need to have music in my life during that day. Exercise, exercise for me, whether it's coming here and working out or going surfing or playing basketball or playing football, any and all of those things, anything else, exercise, you know, I mean, there's a thousand reasons why exercise works so well, releases endorphins or creates endorphins or whatever the hell it does. Releases, releases something. It releases something. I don't know what the hell it does, <laughs> but I just know that it works. So for me, music, exercise, the, the other one I thought about, like I thought a lot about like my daughters and my wife and like how to encapsulate family time. And, you know, cause I don't want to just say like spending time with my family because that also, uh, there's times where I spend with my family where everyone's arguing, right? Like not everyone is what they post on Instagram where the kids all look perfect and everyone's in, you know, looks fantastic and the meals look awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, life and family life can be messy. So for me, the way I encapsulate it is family laughter. If I have family laughter in my day every day, that is always a good thing. My daughters have such unique laughs and my wife has such a unique laugh that there's probably nothing I like hearing more in the world than their three laughs. So having family laughter in my day is super important. Sunshine is another one I thought of. For me, I know that when it starts uh, in the winter, and by winter in San Diego, I mean when it drops below 60 degrees and I have to put a long sleeve shirt on, um, He's currently wearing a tank top and flip flops, ladies what, and gentlemen. What, what kind of tank top am I wearing? Uh, a green one. What What does it say on it? <laughs> it sells, says Celtics basketball. <laughs> Boston Celtics, baby. Blake hates the Celtics because he's a for Sacramento the, fan. Yeah, for the record, I don't really hate the <clears throat> Celtics, but I hate that Jim likes the Celtics. Yes, yeah, that's a topic for a different day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so for me, sunshine, like being out in the sunshine, in the sun, and seeing the sun every day, as as you know, as basic as that sounds. I see it. I notice it. I notice when it's cloudy or when it's rainy for numerous days. I would have a horrible time living in Portland. One, I don't look good in skinny jeans. Two, I can't grow a beard. And three, there's no sunshine. Like, I can't do it. So, like, having sunshine is really key. What What are the the ways in which you usually enjoy that? Or is it just literally walking outside and looking up? It's or is ev- it? Yeah, it's everything. Not even looking up. It's just everything like walking to my car, seeing like, right now we're sitting outside the gym. I'm half in the sun. Yeah, I'm seeing this sun reflecting off my car, looking at the beautiful palm trees, knowing that if you go two miles that way, we would hit the beach. Um, there's not a cloud in the sky. I mean, it's freaking gorgeous out right now. It is a nice day. I hadn't, yeah. e- I hadn't even noticed. I yeah. need to- <laughs> well, you may have to add it to one of your five yeah. things. So sunshine's really important to me. And then the last one really for me is, is uh, and obviously I'm at a different point in my life than you are, but for me, it's purpose. So, you know, I'm about 20 years older than you and I've been through the corporate world and I've worked at jobs that I couldn't stand and worked with people I could, you know, didn't like. And I've, I'm jealous in many ways of your situation in the sense that you, you know, you're in a business with your best friend and you started it and you didn't go through all the crap that I went through from a corporate perspective or whatever. And, and it may not be as important to you because you've never seen the, or maybe you haven't seen the backside of it. For, but for me, having purpose in my life and knowing that I'm doing something that's that's trying to make the world, you know, better or or contributing to society, as cheesy as that might sound, it really kind of is important to me. So those are my five things: music, exercise, 
family laughter, sunshine, and purpose. You're five. That was fairly succinct in the fact that you could like, you know, list it off on your on your fingers right there. Yeah. Um, I'm spitballing a little bit more here. I liked where you went with, you know, or coming from with the idea of purpose and whatnot. And I think that that's something that, you know, most folks are at my stage of the career. I've, you know, owned my business now for a little over six years, but uh, there are always ups and downs in trying to figure out what your role is in the world. And we're trying to, you know, uh, grapple with the idea of, of helping people, but also providing a service, the, the service that they're most excited about. Right. And I'm, so I, I, you know, I'm constantly trying to evaluate those types of things. And, and I enjoy that process of, of just kind of uh, tinkering with little variables and, and figuring out what the, uh, how that manifests in, in the day-to-day uh, running of my business. So I, I do like the idea of that a lot. Um, for myself, obviously, uh, physicality is very important and it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's a structured workout, but I, I do enjoy playing pickup sports or training in a more structured sense. Uh, I've, you know, like rock climbing and just things that are generally... Do you still uh, do rock climbing? Do uh, I've, I went last weekend. I went you did? Last weekend. Yeah, I, I've probably gone four times in the last two months or so, I'd say oh, three wow. months. So do you actually go I'm to, trying a, to, get back to a gym or do you go to a, like an actual I've been to climb? several gyms. I'm probably... I'm probably evaluating whether I want to join an actual climbing gym in the next couple months or something like that. It's really, it's just kind of where I'm at in my, my training life cycle, if you will, it has a little more flexibility to yeah. just do things for the sake of enjoying them. And can I ask you a question before you get to the next thing? Cause yeah, I'm yeah. fascinated. Okay. So rock climbing, do you, I mean, I know it's a great workout. Is there any part of it for you that you're like, Hey, there's a rock. I'm going to climb to the top of it. And there's an, there's an achievement or accomplishment by getting to the top of it or getting to the top of a route. Or do you just not care about that? Are, are we talking like in it inside of the gym or are we talking Wherever. like in, in nature? You know, the, the majority of my climbing's taken place inside of a gym. And I think that that climbing uh, vibes pretty well with me because you have this nice blend of chaos, which is kind of everything yeah. in my yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, but also there's there's some structure to it. You can go back to the gym and, and you know, try the, the same problem or route that you uh, worked at unsuccessfully previously. And some, some days you're feeling fresh and things click and then other days, and sometimes you never get it. Uh, and so I like, I like the fact that there is a level of creativity, but there's a very like clear set of, uh, physical characteristics that are benefiting, beneficial to it. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, just at this point in my, my life cycle, as far as where I'm at training wise, um, it, just seems like a, a fun way to, to spend wow. some time and all that stuff. I didn't mean to take you off. So, all right. So you said purpose, physicality. Uh, I like, I think spending quality time with my my wife and I would feel bad if I had neglected to say that my dogs also need some TLC. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world is just sitting on the couch and, you know, play, fighting, loving on them uh, with my wife and, and, uh, in a non-sexual way, if they came across that way, uh, I was going to address it. Then I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, no, they're, yeah, they're the FBI might be listening to this later on. Right, I want right. to contribute to it. Would the FBI come after someone for that? I'm not really sure. I don't know if that's an FBI situation. Yeah. We'll put it to the test. All right. Good. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I want to make sure I'm, I'm spending time with them. And, and I do think that like, <clears throat> 
quality time is not always the easiest thing to, uh, you know, find every single day with your spouse or with your kids. I'm sure that there's many days where you're just consumed with shooting out emails and making dinner and making sure everybody gets to whatever practice they have at a certain time. Um, but I do think it's really nice when you have 10 minutes just to have a conversation that's not like, Hey, what was your day like? But just whatever, wherever it takes you, you know, for that period of time. And so obviously my relationship with my wife's really important as well as the other, you know, close friends and, and relationships that I have. Um, so that's three. That's three. Oh, yeah. man. I think having personal time for myself. <laughs> personal time can be whatever you want it to be. Nah, but like truly, like I, I usually no, do. No, that's need, really important. Yeah. A yeah. Long time. Just like, like having 30 minutes to, to, to do you and, and not be, uh, you know, like you are going to finish the podcast today, right? You don't have to leave. Do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to, need to go address some personal time. Um, yeah. I think that having some time just for myself to do whatever I'm, I'm in the mood for at that moment. And it keeps coming back in that direction, but I really just mean lounging about. I, you know, I honestly like to vegetate and watch a TV show or two in the, in the which night. is crazy because the people who don't know Blake, Blake is ripped unbelievably flexible thank you for letting strong. everyone know for anyone who's listening in somewhere else like who's not from the gym like it's just crazy that you're a person who likes to vegetate because you would look at you and be like this guy must be working out 17 hours a day anyway there's there's a yin and yang taking place yes. and, and we very much enjoy just uh you know calling okay. it a day watching the watching the office for the sixth time or whatever and that's the way we, show. that's the way we do it all right so that's four. Oh, that's four it's a lot of pressure <laughs> And I guess the last one is just uh, scratching the itch of whatever I'm interested in learning about it at that particular time. I think that uh, I didn't always identify that as something that was super important to me in my youth and the right. formal formal education system uh, wasn't something that cultivated that in me. But I, I now recognize like, you know, if there's something I'm intrigued by, I want to learn about it. And uh, maybe I dive deeper down that rabbit hole over time, or maybe I learned what I wanted to learn and I can kind of move on to some other uh, subject. So that is really important to me. I've realized. And that's super important. I mean, I think that it's hard not to, not hard not to do that. It's kind of funny because we're recording outside the gym and people walk out and turn on cars and all of my friends are leaving. All of your friends are leaving. That's right. Are there, um, uh, are there any, any particular, particular subjects or anything like that, that you've just been like intrigued by, whether it was no. surfing related or, yes. uh, you know, just something that you were, were wanting to learn a little bit more about recently. Most of mine have to do around, some of them are business. I'm, I'm, you know, cause I'm developing this hero business. I'm really struck by the self-help industry in general and, and seeing how much of it, some of it that I really agree with. And then so much of it that I don't agree with. And mm-hmm. so I spent a lot of time looking at that. I also, for a really long period of time, didn't really do much in terms of stock investing at all. Mm-hmm. So I spent a little bit of time doing that. I like looking at things that have, that like have nothing to do with maybe what I've done yeah, that totally. day, you know, or like, you know, whether it's and surfing I've been doing all my life. So it's, you know, there's not much, you know, the, the surf community is an interesting community, but they're not like the most literal verbose community online. Sure. So like, it's usually a bunch of surfing videos, which, you know, you watch one surfing You're video. You're just getting pumped up. And, You're just kind of getting pumped up. You're like, all right, that looks yeah. like a fun way. But for me, I like, I like reading about different things in the self-help stuff. Um, <clears throat> I find for me, I love going on Reddit and looking at 
like the underbelly of the web, the underbelly of the web, but looking at like uplifting news or story of underdogs who have just achieved something great. Those, it just sounds kind of cheesy, but I like, I really dig that stuff. Like, I, I, love I love me a good hearing. viral video. Yeah. Yeah. And I like hearing about like, you know, like the kid who's, you know, got no arms and no legs. And one is one, you know, one is wrestling. Interested in where he goes yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, uh, there's a Netflix thing on the young man who's a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't have any legs. And the guy's just a, a freaking He's a beast. beast. He's crazy. He's crazy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, pretty awesome. And the reason, I think the reason I enjoy that stuff so much is I feel like uh, my friend Jim told me this a long time ago. He was saying, you can't, he, you can't cite yourself and say my friend, my friend Jim. <laughs> my friend Jim. No, this is my friend Jim Egan, who's run like a thousand different Ironmans. Uh-huh. He's run the Grand Canyon a couple of times. Um, but he said one time, he's like, you know, as, as human beings, we have so much more inside us and we have so much more capability than we even know about. And we probably only tap 30 or 40% of it. And I was like, you know, it's kind of interesting thing to think about. And obviously we were drinking at a bar when this came up like five years ago, but it's always stuck with me because I'm like, how am I maximizing my DNA? Like, can people maximize their DNA? You're born with, you know, X, whatever, you know, how do you maximize that? And so like, I'm always fascinated by people who are getting closer to that and being able to maximize it and then looking at like, what can I do differently? What are the things that would work for me to do this? So that's kind of, that's kind of what, how I get into it. Um, all right. Two more questions. More of, less of list. What do you need more of and less of in your day to make it awesome? Make it freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. All freaking right. Awesome, depending on how you want More to of in my day. I need more time just having conversations that are, you know, looking someone in the eye and, and you know, working through something something together. Jim just like gave me these <laughs> big sexy eyes. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think that, that that's important. Um I'm Disregard having, the high school kid in the other field across there. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, what was the question again? More of less of. More of less of in my life in order to make days awesome. Less of. Um, less stress. And I think that that's something that's really <clears throat> tough universal. to manage um, in order to – like how, how do you really control the stress in your life? Like I think that some people do a better job of you know managing it and some people through meditation or through – quiet time, I put that in quotes, or through exercise or whatever, you know, your medium is some people not having the best uh, habits for managing those things are going to be a, a big contributor to that. And I think yeah. that that's one of the, you know, primary pillars of in life of, of health is just how well do you buffer stress, because that's what so much of this process is. Um, I think more sleep is probably one of the biggest ones. And uh, as yeah. a, you know, individual who works in the fitness industry, I think it's possibly one of the least valued and yet most most important uh, factors. I have been better in recent years about trying to get to bed at a reasonable time, even though my schedule kind of fluctuates a lot. Um, you told me that you told me that like four years ago, you were like the first person to ever talk about sleep to me. And I always thought that I, you know, slept decently, but I've really noticed it over the years that like when I go to bed early and then I get up early, like just my day is just a thousand times better. Yeah. You know, when I'm not trying to like get six and a half hours of sleep, which I can manage on, but like actually get seven and a half or eight hours of sleep. I feel it's, it's crazy as, as like literally the the world, my world lens is so much different at eight hours of sleep versus like six and a half. And, totally. and my just enjoy ability to, to have enjoyment and all of those things is, is fundamentally different when you, when you have a little bit more sleep. So, um, that's, 
definitely up there at the top of the list. Uh, you know, I'm going to continue probably to gravitate towards the things that I know and spend time thinking about. So I think like good food is going to be really important. And, yeah. uh, I, I don't, uh, necessarily agree that everyone should be eating, you know, the perfect balance of fruits and vegetables and proteins and all that thing at all times. I, I do, uh, recognize how important it is for people to indulge, indulge from time to time, but, um, there needs to be some structure and you need to make sure you're seeking out foods that make you feel good. And, uh, what those choices are are going to vary from person to person. But if you're not enjoying what you're putting into your body, um, and that food is not in turn, you know, making you feel vibrant and energetic and, you know, all that good stuff. Right. Uh, you probably need to evaluate that as something that, you know, has an opportunity to contribute to more positivity in your life. Yeah. It's funny you say that. So um, I've been trying to stay away from dairy for the last like six months. And the other day I went to a local place. I won't say which place, but it was a seafood place. And the thing that they cooked was clearly cooked in butter. And then the other side dish was clearly cooked in butter as well. And dude, I was sick for like six hours. I felt horrible after that. I just like my whole body was just like hurting. And it's amazing when you think about like what you're eating, what you're, you know, what you do and like just even something like that. Cause I used to, I mean, I largely have a cast iron stomach. I can eat just about anything, but that was just, it was brutal. Yeah, totally. And, and I think that, that those are, uh, you know, experiences that everyone's going to encounter from time to time. I do right. think it's important <clears throat> that people make note of what, how their body responds to, you know, a certain food. And so maybe you find a different place to eat or you order something different yeah. next time. Um, what I think is really, uh, too bad is when people are out of touch with like how their body responds to that or, you know, and, it, and it's not just food. It may be a, a situation you might find that every time you spend time around a certain friend or relative or coworker or something like that, like they're just a huge drain in your life. <laughs> And you got to find ways to cut that negative energy, yep. you know, out or, or find a way to, to make sure that you don't respond to it and buffer that, yeah. you know, a little more positively. It's funny. Um, I found that when I wrote, I wrote my personal manifesto a couple of years ago, and I still have it on my desk, but I did kind of a more of less of list. And I found that the, just the exercise of doing that was so important for me of saying like, look, I want less of this type of person in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I want less of, you know, working with people who fit kind of this category. It wasn't like demonizing them or making, you know, myself look better than they are. And like that, it was just like, look, I just don't want to deal with like the petty arguing or the bullshit that comes up with these types of people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to avoid these types of people. Just even writing it down for me was just, you know, really, really key. Just being, being kind of conscious about that process. Sounds like it's like, you know, it can be a, a big thing and you may not realize the extent to which, any of those people, things, foods, whatever it is, are just, you know, not, not a good thing for you. And so it sounds like for you, the process of becoming conscious, whether it's conversation or writing it down is was yeah. able to kind of keep yeah. your mind on that. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely, definitely for me. I mean, on my more of less of list, I would put more sleep. It's funny. We had some of the similar ones, more sleep, more sex, uh, whole food, no smiling, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> no comment, uh, I was, I was convinced Jim was a virgin up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprising. Despite his two children. Despite my two children. It was a miracle. Uh, and then for me, le- on the less of list, it's really like less social media. Uh-huh. And not social media like, because I think social media somehow it gets a bad rap. Like I watch your videos on social media. They're hysterical, right? Or like I've got another couple friends who like they post up and it's just funny, like brightens up my day. Sure. But some of the social media on Instagram of like people with just perfect bodies eating like, you know, avocado toast at four 30 in the morning before they do yoga. Like that's just a little like, okay. Yeah. You know, 
it makes you feel bad about yourself or, you know, they're, they're, they seem to be trying hard. Totally. Um, I, definitely a big one for me is, uh, less petty arguing. Mm-hmm. I can't stand being involved in petty arguments, which sometimes in, in real estate, in my, you know, my other career that comes up kind of more often than you would, you would yeah. want to come up. And, and I don't mind having debates with people. I don't mind having discussions, disagreements, whatever, but I just can't stand it when it's petty arguing it. Cause it reminds me of like high school. Totally. I don't like that stuff. Um, and then for me, the last thing would be the less of is to sit, sitting at a desk, like sitting at a desk. I find like today's a great example. I had a meeting at eight. I've got this with you at 10. I'm going to go back, have some lunch, hang out for a little bit, then come back here and work what out. Is this, this guy hardly works. What a good life. God knows I started at 5 a.m. this morning yeah. while Blake was enjoying some of his, quote, alone time, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are kind of the things that that are on my list. Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? <sighs> you know, I guess I guess just trying to have compassion on a more regular basis. And you, and that was one, don't you dare say that was yours. <laughs> uh, and, and I say that and that I... I you know, think most, most folks will find that they'll get too hyper-focused on some, some negative drainage in their life and and then just recognize all the positivity that there, that there is like, you know, things that are, are draining on me, for example, would, would include like trying to pour yourself into a client, get some idea across to them in order to help them and to feel like you're not able to get through to that person or to, you know, uh, spend several minutes to give some, some direction. And then that just goes out the window. Right. Uh, the second they begin uh, performing something like those, those are the small things that tend to, uh, frustrate me over time. But then I think about it in the big picture and I'm like, okay, well I get to, spend time around people that I generally enjoy being around. I get to do something that I'm interested in and, and is important, is important to me. Right. Uh, and these are people who are choosing to come, come to me. And, and if, uh, you know, they, for, you know, suggestions and advice and, and all that stuff. And if, uh, they want to take that information and, and apply it, then they're, uh, if they're so inclined, then they're welcome to. But, um, if not, they're also adults and they get to make those decisions. Right. But, um, I, I think that compassion is something that most anyone can probably uh, figure out how to insert into their life. To, do you think? Uh, uh, do you think compassion for your fellow man, and then also compassion for yourself? Sure. Though I'm trying to <laughs> incorporate how compassion for myself is. You know, I, I guess like yeah, giving just, yourself a break. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Something doesn't work totally, out. Yeah, your hair totally. doesn't look good that day. Yeah, or totally. Whatever. Like you just like oh, every day. Have you have a little compassion yeah. for yourself? Yeah, I feel like I, we nobody does that. And we're in a culture of like perfection and we're in a culture of like, you know, if on social media, people do put, can you, can you stop talking about my body? People do put Jim on a pedestal and, yeah. and it's a, uh, he said, it's a, only so I can see over the bar. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of just ideals that, that most folks are going to feel, uh, insufficient if they're not able to, to live up to, you know, what's your, a six figure paycheck or. Right, um, right, right. Whatever the case may, whatever the case may be that they're, they're trying to achieve. And so, um, yeah, I think just j- being patient with yourself and, and recognizing that you too have, you know, plenty, plenty going for you is, is, uh, something that most people can incorporate in their lives in a positive way. Right on. I think we'll end on that. This has been a Friday with Blake and Jim. And we're going to do a lot more of these. Thank you. Thank you for being here, dude. Should be a good time. Thanks for being here. Me. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, I, literally at your place. You came to me. So you're, you're welcome for me being here. Right on. Thanks. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast today. Really appreciate you guys listening in. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And you can always check us out online at heroupmedia.com, heroupmedia.com. Talk to you guys soon.